The following was recorded in front of a live studio audience at the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe. This is the United Podcast Network. Hey, everybody, this is The Ashholes. Each week, they smoke a different cigar, sometimes the same cigar, but mostly different, and they give their honest impression. They always assign an official Ashholes rating to that cigar. So, pull up a chair, light up, relax, be an Ashhole too. It's very rewarding. And welcome back to The Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. I'm Aaron. I'm joined once again with Mike and Ed. And that, that intro just reminds me of Trump. You know, it's like, What do you mean? Well, he's like, it's, they, they smoke a different cigar. Well, sometimes they smoke the same. Yeah, <laughs> just yeah, some, uh, yeah. Oh, but I don't so. even think Trump corrects himself. He'll just say later just, that, just oh, I didn't say that. Are you kidding thoughts? me? Yeah. <laughs> but you really just said that. No, nah, it didn't happen. Right? Didn't yeah. happen. <laughs> it's on the video. No. I don't want to no. get political. I, I hate both sides equally. Um, so I think that's that's <laughs> yeah. pretty much the like way I'm it's libertarian. Stay. I'm never happy. It's <laughs> uh, oh, true. Well, is this a political cigar? Well, see, no, it's not. We're smoking. T- well, it is a political is. cigar. Yeah, oh, you know what? I, I was a sleeper, Ed Sullivan. You just tossed me a softball there, and I missed it, swung and a miss. Um, this is a political cigar. It is the Henry Clay Warhawk, and we're smoking the robusto size today. Um, Henry Clay was a uh, speaker of the house, mm-hmm. um, politician advocated for tobacco and, and things like that. So this is uh, Altidus. Altidus. Um, Henry Clay, very nice and smooth. It has an Ecuadorian Connecticut wrapper, which you can see is mm-hmm. butter soft. Yep. It's, it's got a little oil to it too, you know, very nice. Invisible seams, well-packed. All the way down on the foot, it was well-packed. It was- Yeah, um, nice and firm. Very firm. It's got a little bit of weight to it. What um we were getting on the cold dry it was like um honey graham crackers we both said yep. well you said and then I repeated I disagreed you. yeah I agree I'll take it <laughs> Teddy Graham Teddy Graham's is what I said and you're like wow you're a child and I'm like yes that's true <laughs> um I think the sweetness might have come from the fact that it has a uh, Connecticut broadleaf binder um you know Connecticut broadleaf has a I lot mean, I don't of know natural to taste sweetness. The- Sweetness on the cold draw, maybe. Because, I mean, you're not you never gonna, know. Eh, maybe your tongue could get it, a little you, bit to that. Could you say it wasn't? I could say it's probably not. Really? Because You'd say I more mean, not? what part of the binder is coming into contact with your palate? Like, I'm just saying you're drawing air through it. Yeah. So you're getting basically the whole thing in the binder. The whole length use, of the, the binder is kind of on the outside of uh, where know, the air is coming the, from. So maybe it's mostly filler layer. that you're getting the air filtered no, through. No. Actually, that's a good question. Are you know. guys going to fight on this show? All day long. It's, All right. Well, so we're, we're anyway, political. War, what, war like, I think this war. is Warhawk. It is the, is the thing. You, you got to go war. hard after it. Um, yes. So we have uh, Robusto, but it's not really a traditional Robusto. It's a fatty. It's a fatty. Four, uh, 54. It is 54. Mm. Okay. I was, it is. Yeah. No, that, you're not going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> When I, when when I picked I it up, it was like, is this 52 or 54? Right. For those that don't know, the traditional Robusto is a 5 by 50. So that's a 50 64ths of an inch. This is a 54, which is a little fatter, but it's noticeably fatter. Four 64ths of an inch fatter. Yeah. yeah. Right. Exactly. It's, uh, it's tasty right off the bat, though. It's nice. It's not your traditional Connecticut. I wouldn't say it would be Henry Clay's Connecticut. He would be like way, way older be a than my grandfather. Yeah. Yeah. So it's got a little bit more oomph. Yeah, it's got some nice spice, uh, some sweetness. Um, still continuing with that graham cracker flavor, although it might just be in my head from that cold draw. But no, you're right. 
it's mild. It's like almost like toasted. Like after you got some s'mores going, you put it back in the fire for a second, and then you know you just had the little graham cracker pot that was a little toasted. That's exactly kind of yeah. Continues. I dig it. Hmm. So far, right off the bat, and I've had these before. I've always liked them. They're not something you would recommend to somebody who walks in and says. I like Connecticut Shade Cigars, but I like really mild Connecticut Shade Cigars. Yeah, I wouldn't, wouldn't go call, mild, no. No, right off, like, first light, they'd, they would know that you kind of did them wrong. Yeah. Um, it's got that spice, the Nicaraguan spice, but it, it's from Honduras. The fill is a Honduran. Um, the Connecticut Broadleaf is Connecticut. Yeah. Uh, you can get a lot of sweetness. I, the spice is interesting. So it's it's not Nicaraguan. I, it's the Honduran spice. Mm, yeah. You kind of feel the tingle on your tongue. It's the full palate engagement, which I like on on a cigar. Mm. You know, on light cigars or Connecticut Shade, you look at them a lot of times as being one-dimensional, very middle-of-the-road, non-offensive, but not really wowing you. Uh, this wouldn't be one of those. Yeah, this, this is be something. like medium plus body. You know, it's not a full full bodied, but it's it's got you know enough flavor going on that. Oh, for sure, man. I would I would enjoy these. And if you blindfolded me, it's like one of those cigars that you wouldn't know would be Connecticut Shade. Mm. Besides just how smooth and buttery soft the uh, the wrapper is, you really wouldn't taste wise know that it's Connecticut Shade, which probably which does, I, yeah. I like because it's more up my alley. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. you'd be surprised. I think the majority of people smoke those mild Connecticut Shades, so they. If they went for this, might might actually introduce themselves to you know a whole new world of like cigars in the medium you know category. Move up it wrong, yeah. When is it appropriate to move up? Um, you know what I mean. Whatever like, the hell. What? I think a lot of people <laughs> say. A lot of people stay in their little kind of lane. They come in, they say, "This is what I like," and I'm always saying, "Do you want a little branch out?" I I, I think it's important as a cigar smoker if you want to get into it. Obviously, you got to smoke what you like, but branch out. Try to see maybe there's something you didn't appreciate at one point. Your palate changes over time. That's true, yeah. You know, you can never like kind of stay in the same. And place. sometimes it just takes that takes that one cigar that hits you just right in that different exactly. uh, level to get you on board. Exactly, and I think you know that's the whole fun of it. That's yeah. half the fun of it for me. Um, what do you say? Uh, Seven sixty nine a single. What do you think? Price wise, right off the rip, if I had to say this cigar seven sixty nine. I mean, definitely. I mean, t- just off the first light, it's definitely worth that. Um, mm-hmm. It's it's not a gonna break the bank or anything like that. I love the smoke production um, and draw. Yeah, I mean construction, everything is right there, so it might be worth more than that. Well, yeah. So one sixty eight ninety nine for a box. So that's one sixty seven for a box. And if you don't have a local brick and mortar who carries this cigar, try to ask them for it. If they can't get it for you, you can go on to the number two, guyscigars.com, and we'll take care of you with the guys over there, Barry and and Pete will probably be the one that actually does the picking. Mm-hmm. Pete, will be the, Pete will be the picking, and then uh, we'll get it out to you. So, mm. yeah, very tasty, man. Yeah, yeah. The, the spice is, it's like a, it's got a pepper sting, but it's not like a, not red pepper. It's its kind of a lighter shade. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's not, it. I'd say, I don't know what pink pepper would be, but like <laughs> it's, it's in between red and yeah. black, I would think. You know, like it's, it, it is a little, Something, something different. Maybe both of them combined because you get a little bit of a heat. Yeah, it definitely has the heat, heat component. Will, but you also get a little sting. White pepper. It, I don't. Yeah. Mm. See. Yeah. Probably that's what it is. But it's a little bit harder than that. I think. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. It's a little bit more stinky. Which I like. You know, some people say like you know I, I said one of the bigger selling points to a cigar downstairs to other people is this is super smooth, and for me that's like 
that's the worst thing you could say. Yeah. <laughs> like, I don't want that cigar. It's this like it's is, got its place, but yeah. Right, and just not not in my regular You're rotation. You're looking for a little zing. Right. I like that sure. full bubbly palate L- engagement. A little bit, a little dirty. Mm. Oh, I love the dirt. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, after a certain point, you can't, you know, go too much after that. It kind of wipes you out. But most of the time, that's what I lean for. And this would be something that, you know, if somebody handed a Connecticut Shade Smoker person that likes it nice and smooth, they would be surprised by this one. Yeah, it's definitely got a lot more spice and that earthiness than I was expecting when I'm just looking at it, you know. Wouldn't figure. Right. Like I said, we're smoking the Robusto, but we also have two other sizes. We've got the Corona which is a 5 by 44 and we have the Toro, which is a 6 by 50 So we're smoking the Robusto, but it's actually the thickest ring gauge one that yeah, they have. 54, which, and 54 I'm comfortable with, you know. I am, yeah. I, that's, I top out at 56, where mm-hmm. above that it's like, uh, it's kind of a chore. But 54, mm-hmm. comfortable. But what's interesting is, you know, there's like a tendency for the thinner ring gauge cigars to intensify. Yeah, this would if, right? this would be really intense if this was like I know, really kind of like, yeah, what about a 44 ring gauge instead of a 54? Take off 10 64ths of an inch off yeah. this. And, and, and if the proportions yeah. are the same, this might it be a little be much. Yeah. I, I've smoked a number of the Coronas. Yeah, you like them? Yeah, I think the blend is different. Oh, okay. you know, it doesn't, right. doesn't kick it up. So he's probably yeah, they give must it a little, uh, for the larger ring gauges. You probably give it a little extra oomph. Well, whatever they did, they did. Makes sense. <laughs> you know, they ramped it up. Uh, it's you know, it's definitely full flavor right off the bat. Like I agree with Jonathan, and I hate to say it, but you need to smoke a little bit of it normally to see if uh, you know it's starting to hit you on the nicotine strength. Mm. But uh, what do you say? You want to do a top five list? Yeah, we got the wall. Five. All right, let's do it. Aloha! Today's top five is brought to you by Five Five Cigars. Choose from the mild white label, the medium strength red label, or the full bodied and full flavor <coughs> blue label. Series Five Five has it all. Five Five equals the perfect 10, and that's what you get every time. The only thing better than a Five Five cigar is two of them, so you can share with a friend. And now, here's today's top five list. You know, it's funny. Ten minutes ago, we were talking about moving the mic out of the way. Uh, I apologize to everybody who just heard that worst (laughs) cough ever. Um, Apologies. So, yeah, top five list today. Um, We're dealing, since we're dealing with Henry Clay Warhawk, it kind of got me thinking, um, you guys are going to have to follow me here. I'm not, you know, necessarily, people call me an odd duck here. So, um, (laughs) we started off, you know, Henry Clay, you know, politician. What's the best politician? I don't know. The highest level of office, president of the United States. So I, I thought you were going to say the best politician is a dead politician. That's, oh, that's where my mind went. Is that I mean, something, I, is I'm that not going to kill anybody, that's for sure. Okay, I hope that's but like a famous quote here. Yeah. It's, it's tough that, to enjoy anybody that's really? easily Well, these guys, some of, some of these guys are from an era where you respect it across the board. Right. Mm. So, and no social media to... Right. Oh, to <laughs> catch all of their like, transgressions for sure. Um, yeah. So we're going to start off, and it's going to be my list here. So it's going to be maybe... Okay. Maybe something you guys will disagree with. Yeah, You'll have to let me we'll know. See. Let me know. Number five, um, right off the gate, Bill Clinton. Okay. There's, uh, wow. I mean, we're going famous cigar smoking presidents here. Definitely famous. And unfortunately, more infamous for the cigar smoking. Infamous might be more than famous. <laughs> uh, we got to put Bill Clinton on that. I don't need to, you know, go any further. Because we'll there's nobody that doesn't know that he smoked cigars. He smoked cigars. He sure did. Loved them. Yeah. Um, big Churchills, I heard. Um, so number four, we're going Ike. 
Dwight Eisenhower. Eisenhower, I like Ike, right? Right. There's there's a lot of famous photos of Eisenhower around, but like one of them is pretty much responsible for all the freeways we have. Mm -hmm. Exactly, and statesman, great guy, military man. These are again like war hawks. Like I think all across the board, except for Bill Clinton, the rest will be people who have served in the military. We'll leave it at that. Yeah, with Clinton, we just killed civilians. Yeah. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Listen, I'm on the podcast. Leave me out of this. I do not co-sign this whatsoever. with the Attorney General. Clinton okay. Foundation, I have no no issues with you. Um, let the record be The be views clear. and opinions. Don't, views and ex- <laughs> don't suicide me. Oh. Yeah. All right. So number three is Teddy Roosevelt. And I got a cool story about this one here. Teddy Roosevelt, as a kid, had asthma. And his dad, thinking, you know, like a, like a normal person, mm-hmm. I guess at the time, said smoke some cigars and drink <laughs> some beer. And so as a young child, he was given cigars and beer. And <laughs> as an adult, he never had asthma. Hmm. And there's something to be said for that. Because it's hard to cough and you already have a cigar in your mouth. You, yeah, that's true. But there's, there's actually kind of some thinking out there, kind of like the... Um, the cleansing. Like the vaccination type or... of thing. A little bit of you know the hair or the dog or yeah. whatever kind of gets you back into shape. Yeah. And uh, that, that I thought was pretty cool. That's the man was just such a tough guy anyway. He was, yeah. So the guy smoked I mean, cigars. I don't think we had a tougher president. Ever. Like, yeah, it's he, good luck finding one. No, he's just not like a savage. If you ever look up, like, he's the real Chuck Norris, like those memes and those jokes. Mm-hmm. That's yeah. Teddy Roosevelt in real life <laughs> if you look up his story. So that was number three. Number two, and this is going to be kind of controversial because a lot of people think this would be number one, but I'm going JFK. Mm-hmm. So JFK is known I don't know as if I would a cigar smoker. I mean, really? Yeah, cigar smoker, famous, and I, I mean, know. more famous for being so killed. So he got knocked down. and stuff. So I, right. I don't know if you you got the same one I would have in there. Hold on, hold on. We'll get there. But, right. but but JFK, I I knocked him down the spot because it was going to go fifty fifty for me. But I don't like what he did. Okay, he sent his mm-hmm. his guy out, Pierre Salinger, the night before. He's about to sign the legislation blocking Cuban cigars. He sends his boy oh, yeah. <laughs> out to all of the cigar shops. Me up, right? Load me up. He got twelve hundred of his personal favorite cigars, H. Upman, um, half or Petit Coronas or whatever, and some other things. He got them, and then as soon as he realized he got enough cigars, he signed the bill yeah. and. Sc- Rue everybody else. Yeah. Like, I what mean, is I, I that? Get it. it's, I mean, what else are you going to do? People know? look at that as like a badge of honor. Like, oh, he's such a great cigar smoker. That's bad for the community. Yeah, Thumbs well, I down mean, We for, needed to block Cuba at the time. So, uh, Did we, though? Maybe. What did that do? I, I'm just yeah. kidding. Uh, <laughs> yeah. you know, do we have to talk about the human misconception? No, not at all. all so <laughs> did you have something to add to that? No. Like now all of JFK's memorabilia goes for X amount of dollars. Yeah, I mean, yeah. if I'm looking Humidors back. Humidors and that kind of stuff. Yes, right. Yeah. If I look back on it, I, that's a downgrade on his um, brother of relief status. Hmm. You know, you do something like that, that's a move. Yeah. So I we'll mean, go- we wouldn't have such, such great Nicaraguan cigars right now if it hadn't. So. Fair enough. Every silver cloud has a silver, silver lining. And Ed Sullivan, hit me. Number one. Surprising. Ulysses S. Grant. That's my number Gangster. one. If you do research on Ulysses S. Grant's cigar smoking, he's a flipping legend. Mm-hmm. All right. He's got me beat. Oh, yeah. 20 a day. 20 a day. 
wow. 20 cigars a day. Intense. So there's a couple of fun facts about him. This guy was an absolute savage, great, uh, <laughs> great general, and all of the such. And yeah. as he's in battle, he's back in the days there. where you just basically made generals presidents. <laughs> yeah, he he, but but he would go into battle and actually battle. Yeah, like he wasn't the type to be like, all right, cool, I'm just that guy to sit yeah. back. And when he was battling, he'd have a cigar lit. Like so, if you're going to be going into war where you could be dying. And you have a cigar lit at the time. Always be ready. Always be ready. <laughs> Another funny story about this guy, because he was so busy being president. The term lobbyist, people don't know a lot of times where that came from, came from him in his cigar smoking habit. He smoked so many cigars, the only time you could get a hold of him is if you went to the Willard Hotel at certain times and sat the in the lobby <laughs> and waited for him to go in to go to the cigar lounge. So the people who were trying to get a hold of the president's ear, the that people in the lobby... They became lobbyists because they'd be in there waiting for him to go into the cigar lounge. Mm. If you are known for smoking that much, that the you know people go there to get a hold of you because you're there that much, gangster. It's the best. I don't know if I hundred percent believe it, but I, I'm not going to disagree with it, mate. Sure, might it might be, be all BS. Be, I looked it up it on a couple reasonable. websites. Um, yeah. Tried to fact check <laughs> not, my sources. Not necessarily no red flags, a yeah. great president, but that's a whole yeah, different no. matter. <laughs> Just a great cigar smoker. Ah, good general, right? Though, I don't know. So, so there's some Good enough, like apparently. yeah right there's some <laughs> historian out there that's like here's tactically and blah like I, I think most that. people would think that uh, Robert E Lee was a better general. I think so. Yes, I would. Yeah, I would yeah. say he, that's the general he just consensus. Didn't have all the advantages that Grant did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad he didn't. Financial backing. Glad he didn't. <laughs> yeah. Right. Or yeah. Money exactly. makes the war. He had principles though. Good guy, I guess. And you know, we still honored him as a great. Um, you know, West Point graduate or yeah, whatever he's, he's is still on currency. You know, that's what I was gonna say. <laughs> but you know, anyway, that's the list, and I thought it might be a little controversial. So, if anybody else has any presidents or and or politicians, I mean, obviously, honorable mention like like there's all those politicians like um, uh, Marshall the, from the Marshall Plan. Um, you know, what was he saying? The, what the country really needs is a good five cent cigar. Mm -hmm. Dave says that all the time, but it's at the time, like that was like kind of like the mark of a good economy. Yeah. Just like you, the price of gas is kind of what we use now. If they had good five cent cigars back in the day, that was a good economy. Yeah. I mean, nowadays, there's not many uh, cigar protecting uh, politicians. Marco Rubio is a good example. Yep. That's a, an exception. Of course, Florida, you couldn't really be <laughs> in Florida and not support cigars because that's a... The problem is that, like, when Big you're seen there. to be supporting anything tobacco, you end up taking more of a like a political hit than you could possibly gain from because a people small are so percentage of like drilled into their heads that everything tobacco is evil. I know it's, it, it's crazy, and and you see the the relief that it gives some guy that had a stressful day. I mean, everybody has their vices, and everybody does what they do to. And to I wouldn't even call stress. it a vice, you know. And right? that's the thing; it's like people think it's oh, it's a vice. You're addicted, and it it's depends like, no, on how much. It's like not. Addicted to cigars in any way, shape, or so, form. Somebody in the chat room says Bill Clinton smoked flavored cigars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I can't comment on just, that. Just a tip. Just the a very rare, flavor uh, tip. Cuban so maybe a little Sweden. Yeah. That's excellent. That was a good one. Who said that? It's Dean Sampson from nice. the chat room. Okay. Dean, that was good. That was a good one. I didn't want to go too much into it. I had a couple things written down, Nobody some jokes, but this isn't like my five tight five I, for the I comedy figure we'll, let, we'll let our fans we'll just say let that <laughs> yeah. yeah you do that stuff down in the comments that's fine um what do you say we got break time yeah let's take a break all right all right we'll come back we'll continue smoking the henry clay warhawk 
great leaf makes great cigars. Aganorsa leaf stands out because of the distinctive mouth-watering flavors of the Corojo 99 and the Criollo 98 seeds cultivated by Cuban agronomists on the best lands in Jalapa and Esteli, Nicaragua. When you smoke one of the JFR, JFR Lunatic, Guardian of the Farm, or Casa Fernandez cigars, you will experience the unique taste and aroma that makes Aganorsa leaf different than any other tobacco in the world. Smoke one today and enjoy the signature flavor of Aganorsa leaf. Hello, cigar aficionados. This is Klaus Kellner from Davidoff Cigars. I invite you to taste the elements with Davidoff Escurio, Nicaragua, and Yamasa. From water comes originality. Savor the sweet and spicy originality of the Davidoff Escurio tobaccos born by the rains of Bahia, Brazil. From fire comes intensity. Enjoy the bittersweet aromas and fiery intensity of the Davidoff Nicaragua. From earth comes complexity. Taste the earthy flavors and complex spices that are unique to the red soil of the Yamasa region in Dominican Republic. Only Davidoff Master Blenders could take the power of nature and blend it into a range of exceptional cigars. Each element making each cigar a unique experience. Water, fire, earth. Flavors that have risen from the very world itself. I hope you enjoy them as much as I do. Davidoff Cigars. Cigar adventures to a wider world. Looking for a mild cigar? Don Rafael is just that. Solidly constructed, and it offers up a mellow experience that holds a ton of universal appeal. This is just one of the reasons for Don Rafael's enormous success. Looking to get your friend into smoking cigars? The Don Rafael cigar is absolutely the right choice. The brand originally set out to outdo the competition, but for the price, there is no competition. You can't beat Don Rafael, it outsells them all. Don Rafael can be enjoyed any time of the day, all day, and cigar after cigar. The Don Rafael has a smooth, mellow aroma that will not linger. Draped in a seamless golden brown Connecticut wrapper, Dominican long fillers, and a Dominican binder complete the blend. Expect earthy notes with some hints of cedar throughout. And as far as quality everyday blends go, for a mild cigar smoker, it doesn't get more satisfying than this. Remember this, Don. Don Rafael. Stepping into the aging room has a new meaning at Aging Room Cigars, as Rafael Nodal has traveled to Spain, where the idea for Aging Room Solera was born. The Solera method of aging has been used for centuries in the making of wine, sherry, brandy, and rum. The method mixes different vintages, allowing them to age together. For Aging Room Solera, Rafael takes several tobacco vintages and puts them in bales, where they age together for another 12 to 18 months. This allows the tobaccos to marry for a longer period of time. At the end of the aging process, Aging Room Solera becomes a balanced and complex cigar with a fantastic price point. Aging Room Solera, it will have you calling for an encore. Bohemian is the original Brazilian big ring gauge cigar with the unfinished foot, curly tailed head and value, value, value. There are Brazilian reasons to buy and smoke Bohemian, and here are just a few. Created in the Cuban tradition, this lush, dark Brazilian Maduro leaf surrounds a five-year-old Sumatra binder with Dominican and Nicaraguan well-aged long filler leaves. So, what you do expect from a Bohemian? A departure from the conventional. A flavorful journey into sweet, nutty, almost caramel finish. 
Bohemian, the original unconventional cigar. Take a journey. When was the last time you experienced something for the first time? Curiosity drives discovery. Discover exceptional tobaccos aged to perfection with Balmoral Inejo XO. Born from passionate curiosity, Balmoral invites you to discover the optimal balance of sophisticated complexity and smoothness. Each meticulously crafted, extensively aged Inejo XO cigar blend is the result of a relentlessly global search for the top 5% of select premium tobaccos available, including our exclusive signature Brazilian Mata Norte. Crowned with a sun-grown Brazilian Arapiaca wrapper, Balmoral Añejo XO embraces your palate with complex notes of cedar, cacao, and peppery spices that finish with a smooth, underlying natural sweetness. We invite you to discover and experience Balmoral Añejo XO today. And we're back live in the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. We're smoking Henry Clay Warhawk. And uh, while we have your attention, go over to Facebook and give us a like. Follow us there. Uh, we have some people watching live right now. Dean, Doing. give me a shout out. Nice. Uh, tw- uh, on Twitter, at, at the Assholes, and on Instagram, at Assholes Radio. Also, you know, if you feel like yeah, suffering man. a little bit, go to YouTube and subscribe on YouTube. Uh, you can see this debacle, you know, in person. I always, I, I always, yeah, I, I like it, man. Like we're on YouTube. I, I watch myself, then I go down a rabbit hole and spend an hour watching yeah, cat videos. Watch a lot. <laughs> so, yes, it's it's a time. nice looking studio, at least. You, know, you can look at that. I don't exactly. Get, you don't it, have to look at us. But. And I was about to say, like I asked on myself, it was only about a quarter of an inch and something we're noticing right off the bat. Not necessarily a negative. Mm-hmm. It, it could be, might not be, depending on your smoking situation. The ash is really flaky. It is pretty flaky. Um, I'm guessing it's the Honduran. I find that Honduran tends to be a little mm. bit flakier in general. Um, it, and it's that Honduran binder, correct? So that's no, no. It's Connecticut binder. It's Connecticut and it's, binder. Okay. Yeah, Connecticut binder and um, Honduran fillers. Mm. And see, because I'm not sure if it's just if it's yeah, that. It's, it's just coincidence. Yeah, I mean Honduran tobacco, like I, I think is known for doing what it's doing right now to us. Because right off the bat, we had that huge. I wouldn't say huge, but it was a significant spice. Yep. It it, it started out roaring, and then it's now more of a sweetness. Yeah, very it's well. It's definitely mellowed White out. White ash, uh, very dark on the inside. Um, but yeah, it, it is a little flaky. It's it's not a, a negative to me. I mean, it's it's comes, it can it's be come to the territory, you know, of smoking a cigar, but you wouldn't want to smoke it in a nice suit or in a car or something like that. Yeah, that's where it gets annoying. It, it, it really, like, and that's the thing, because if you are that smoker and that's your your place where you smoke – that this is going to knock that down on the scoring for you, yeah, right? So, yeah. like, this is why scoring can be so it, – well, it Very is subjective. so yeah. – yeah. And I got to worry about my mixing board yeah. with these flaky ones. Yeah, yes, cleaning that out is not fun. No. Well, that's why I like stacking dimes because when you get a one that's nice and stacked and you really know it's firm, firm you can almost – you can hit a baseball with the thing sometimes. Like, if you've got an Aladino Corojo Reserva, you stack that a little bit. That's solid. Yeah, we can get about an inch in this before you really like start to break it off. And so, as soon as you mentioned it, it actually, it's, it just yep <laughs> right on. Yeah. The, the Neanderthals are solid. Your challenge yes. with those is trying to get the band off to keep going yeah, without you losing off just the, the back. <laughs> the one thing, I especially oh especially on the Neanderthals, I find is it really requires you to take care in lighting the cigar properly. Like, mm-hmm. take your time on a Neanderthal and light the thing properly so it's mm-hmm. fully lit. 
and it's all going, and, and that cigar will perform like better than any other cigar. Yeah, you got to pay attention when you're lighting those, or right. you don't get it fully lit. Pretty it always leaf, happens. Yeah. You see but somebody burns halfway down. Look at this construction issue. <laughs> it's like Usually you never it. lit the top but of it, man. See, like, what Skip recommends doesn't work if you're stacking. Usually he says slide the band mm-hmm. over the lit end. Well, mm-hmm. that's going to be hard yeah. with a stack. Yeah. Well, it depends on which one you got. The HN's a little... A little too more challenging, but well, uh, but the HN actually because of the shape, it tends to slide off. off the end. Yeah, right. you're right. Anyway. Down, right, and then more towards the towards the. Yeah, um, just slide back head. as much as you need to and nub it. This is turning into a Neanderthal commercial. I know. Yeah. Mike smokes through the bands. <laughs> I've seen them. Yeah, all the time. Actually, I never, I never pay attention. It's one of those ones that I have enough confidence in, and and I know enough at this point that I don't need to look at it. I know it's performing well by the taste. I can yeah. get like the proper yeah. taste. When it's funny cuz um, then that's not me being cocky. That's really no, how it is. Yeah, you can definitely taste when right when it going goes right off. Wrong. Yeah, if it goes off like Oliver said, like a bite of a sandwich as soon as it starts going a little bit sideways, you can definitely yep. pick up that it's not the same flavor. So I'll often smoke through the band cuz I don't really look at it as much. <laughs> yeah. I've smoked so many at this point. Um Big fan of that cigar. Yeah. Um, um, what, what do you? What do you? This see? one's still performing pretty well, uh, flavor-wise. It's definitely not as spicy as it was in that first inch or so. So second, third, really kind of dials down a little bit. It's still yep. got some spice in the background. Uh, getting some kind of roasted vegetables, almost kind of like a earthy vegetal uh, flavor. <laughs> I yeah. I got nothing. I, I get no. I no. Yeah. I kind of get what you mean. A little roast to it. I, I get that, and I get a little bit of like um, red pepper more so than black pepper. Mm-hmm. Now it's just more, more of a little kind of spiciness in the back. If you, especially if you're blowing it out your nose, like a little retro hail, mm-hmm. you get a mild red pepper where it's slightly spicy, um, and then you get a little little tinge of black pepper. Or yeah. Just you, it, you get a little tinge. What I think of is like if you uh, grilled a pepper, like a real red pepper on a mm. on a. Barbecue, like a flame. You know, you get that that char. Yeah. And that's where it's like really okay. That's exactly the flavor, the sweetness yeah. too, and even like a, like a sweet bell red pepper. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it's got a little that. The construction and burn on this is very good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was gonna say smoke production too. I've purposely um, not to cut you off. I apologize. That's all right. <laughs> I do it all the time. But what's been interesting on to look on the sky is I've purposely taken my time in between puffs to see if it will go out because usually something with this loose of a draw will, will go out a little bit quicker. I feel mm. um, it's not nope. it, as soon as I, you know, take another puff, it lights right back up and starts performing. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's all construction. It's nice and firm. And yeah, the, the draw isn't, I wouldn't call it loose, but it's, it's looser than mm-hmm. perfect. Right. Uh, but it's not, not a, a negative. It doesn't hinder me in any way. I like um, a little bit, a little bit tighter. A, li- a little resistance, right. yeah. Uh, so you don't have to think about it as much. But it's it's not bad. It's a pretty good draw. Um, compare it to like maybe a Padron 1000 series mm-hmm. draw-wise. Draw-wise, yeah. nothing flavor-wise. Yeah, yeah. I, I, don't I would agree with that. Don't kill me there. That's, but that's it's, it's that looseness where you would yeah. almost want a punch cut. This is one of those situations. I'm not saying too. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't go super deep on this. No, but it, I mean, flavor wise, I could be interested in this cigar. No problem. Oh yeah, yeah, it, definitely. It's it. gone through at least one noticeable flavor transition yep. since we've started. We haven't smoked into it too much. I mean, it's it's really and and we haven't even talked to the overall look. It's got that really nice classy look to it, like mm-hmm. old school. It looks like what your grandfather would smoke. Yeah. 
but Red it doesn't. White label with a little gold in it. But it does not taste like what your grandfather would smoke. No. Um, <laughs> it's got a lot of lot of stuff going on flavor wise, and I'm uh, I'm really digging it. Hey, um, do you know what time it is? It's time for Old Far Friday. Is it? Yes. Thinking, yeah. It's right, time it. once again to get delighted with Old Fart Freddy. Brought to you by Cuban Delight Cigars. This is Old Fart Freddy, and if you know me, you know I was delighted with the good old days when life was simpler and cheaper. Today, let's talk about climate change. They used to call it global warming, but during the past two climate conventions, when they had blizzards going on, they decided to rename it Climate Change. Is the weather changing? Absolutely. Actually, us old dudes talk about it all the time. But when you really think about it, it's always been changing. I'm cheap, so I love Cuban Delight Cigars, a perfectly good everyday cigar, handmade in the Dominican Republic, from the pieces left over from the high-end cigars. For a quick buck, I can enjoy a Cuban Delight. Cuban Delight Cigars. That old Far Freddy can be very scientific at times. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you, this is one of the most drying Connecticut's I've had in a long time. Well, I, that's why I really don't usually go for Connecticut's. Yeah, I mean it's it's fairly drying. I would. Put it I know, on but I just hardly ever go to yeah. Connecticut's. It, it, <laughs> yeah, I should say I should have approached it. Connecticut's can be drying at times. They Aaron. can, yes. <laughs> <laughs> like they can be very pretty, drying. Pretty standard as far as that goes. <laughs> yeah, it's not more or less drying than any normal Connecticut would be. Uh, it's tasty though. But what do you say for a rating? What do you think? Let's go for it. All right, let's do it. Um, I am going to go with a 92. I think 92 is appropriate. It is definitely worth trying. Like if you see the cigar, pick it up. Um, if your local brick and mortar doesn't have it and you want to try it, which I seriously recommend, um, number two guys, cigars.com will have it for you. We'll, we'll get you covered. It's delicious. Um, 92, I feel is appropriate. Yeah. I'm actually going 91. Okay. Uh, I liked that spice in the beginning. I wish it hung on a little longer. Um, but even without it, it's still an enjoyable cigar. It's got a little bit of sweetness, got some complexity to it. It's fair. Uh, and construction, despite the flakiness, it, the construction is pretty solid. So, mm. yeah, that's a fair point. Yeah, I'm torn between two you. numbers. I can't do halves, huh? Uh, no, listen, no. I am that's going to allow you to do half. <laughs> that's you know what? what? Averages are you do half. Because uh, I always wanted to do halves too, and somebody wouldn't I think let me do halves. We got to draw the line. If you though. say no, then I'm saying I'm no voted. to me. Yeah, I would because then we're going to wind up with quarters or thirds. Just craziness. Where does it get, end? Yeah. Who cares? I'm going to go with an 89 on that. Okay, All right. All right, that's fair. So yeah, so we will still wind up with a yeah around a 90, a little 91. 90 plus. Let's see, 92. I should have just done this math in my head earlier. Oh my gosh, I. My cat got us hitting the wrong numbers. Oh, okay. All right. <laughs> yeah, so it's, it's, what's wrong with it's like a 90.75. I'm going to kick myself. In the, I w- really wasn't. All right. So let's just see 89. And then we got me with the 92. And then I got 91. you with the 91. And then we're going to go divide by three. And we got 90.6. So I was, right, was close. Yeah. 91. That's a good score. Mm-hmm. Definitely worth smoking. I would say if you're the type to like Connecticut flavor, but maybe a lot of things on the market are too light for you, try the cigar. Right. And we can round up because I was torn between 89 yeah, and so, 90. So we'll give it that. <laughs> it's 91. Uh, 33. Yeah, we're, 90, <laughs> we're, we're 91. And, and like I said, box worthy for somebody who likes a more full body Connecticut cigar, man. I'm telling you, it's really tasty. Yeah. Yeah. If you're into medium body, then this is will hit your sweet spot, I'm sure. Mm. Um, yeah, really enjoying it. Awesome. Awesome, thanks. This is great. This was your choice? Uh, no. No, this is Ed's. This is excellent. 
I like whoever's making these decisions. <laughs> <laughs> well, except for the lunatic last time. Yeah, who, whose idea was that, that to do the jumbo? That was my bad. <laughs> that was a bit much I got to kick Which, myself for that. But I mean, for that cigar, we got to try it. But I, yeah. Barry, Barry peeled the... I mean, the uh, rest of the lunatic line, I love the other sizes, just... Yeah, you see the uh, you see the picture. What he used for the picture on that on YouTube on that episode. It's like one of my Facebook pictures of me coming out of like the barber trying to show off. So it looks like some yeah. Cheesy. I noticed one of my Facebook pictures pop up. On Barry's one creeping on my Facebook weeks. picture. <laughs> like, all right, I'm, like Larry. sniping pictures. Like a really like, old photos. I'm like, what the? <laughs> anyway, great cigar. Yeah. What do you say? Wrap it up. Let's wrap it up. All right, you've been listening to The Assholes, broadcasting live from the Jose Dominguez Cigar Studio. You can download or share any this episode or any past episodes at unitedpodcastnetwork.tv. Check it out, and we will see you next week. The views and opinions expressed by the hosts, guests, or callers of this program do not necessarily reflect the opinions of the Studio 21 Podcast Cafe, the United Podcast Network, its partners or affiliates.